This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. Power What's Next at ISC, an interview with Quantum's Molly Presley. It's This Week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening in to another episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research, distributed in partnership with Top500.org. I'm Addison Snell with Intersect 360, and rather than my normal co-host, Michael Feldman, this week in HPC, I've got an interview with Molly Presley, who's the VP of Global Marketing for Quantum. Molly, thanks for joining me. Happy to be here, Addison. Thanks for having me join. Molly, we're looking forward to seeing Quantum at ISC. You're a silver sponsor of the event this year. But before we get there, what are some of the, the big trends that uh, that you're seeing out there in the industry with regards to high-performance data management that are leading into Quantum's presence at the show? Yeah, as we're heading out to ISC this year, one of the big things that we're starting to see is the HPC community is constantly grappling with um, the need for managing a significantly larger amount of data um, in a reducing budget. And while that's not new within the HPC industry, we're always growing processors faster, creating data faster. What is new is the technology changes that are occurring as customers are starting to look into um, new technologies that can manage larger capacity data faster, um, new technologies that can take advantage of tiering um, of their high-performance data and also just the vendor community has been shifting around. There's been a lot of changes in the products available. So we're really looking at that ever-present problem of we've got a lot of data. We need to ingest it fast. We need to analyze it fast. And we need to store it economically. And the latest technologies um, that we're bringing to the market will be showing in, in this area to help customers see what are the newest advances that they could be taking advantage of. You know, one of the things that we've seen as we talk to end users, particularly on the commercial side in high-performance computing with respect to data management, you're talking about this pressure on budget and also on facilities. Do you see How much do you see that leading to infrastructure consolidation? Because that seems to be a topic that we pick up when we're at the commercially-oriented trade shows. Yeah, infrastructure consolidation, I think, is something that any organization who's been around for more than a couple of years has to deal with. Um, in the past, as it used to be very disparate business models, there would be which hardware platform am I going to choose, and that's determined separate from which software package you're going to choose for your file systems, your data management. And over time, customers have bought hardware from different vendors as controllers became faster, networks became faster, processors, disk drives, et cetera, became faster. And they have this disparate amount of infrastructure out there, some that's old and slow and not very high density, other that's more modern. And they're trying to look at how do they manage all of that and take on the idea of maybe a bit of a cloud initiative or maybe adding a bit of flash to their infrastructure. And it's just unmanageable with the number of people that they have. And so infrastructure consolidation is big um, in the enterprise and commercial spaces. And certainly in those HPC institutes that have had projects and compute environments up and running for a while, it's a really significant issue for them as well. Yeah, one thing that you brought up is this concept of data tiering and then some of the technologies that you just mentioned. It used to be data tiering, just you had two tiers. You had your disk, you had your tape. Now tape is still you know out there, but you also get this hot disk, warm disk, cold disk with the near-line archives. People are mixing in Flash and MVMEs. You might have cloud as a data tier. So now it's not two tiers. It's you know four, five, six, seven tiers. Uh, this is getting more complicated out there. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's really what we see um, being a big focus of what users are looking at at ISC this year is they want to be able to take advantage of these great new technologies. I mean, NVMe, just as an example for HPC, is such a great technology and modernizes and accelerates so much. But if they have to put a lot of scripting in place and a lot of people in place to move the data around, manage the data, try to get their users to put the data in the right place, which is virtually impossible to influence user behavior in a lot of cases, um, it makes it very difficult to adopt those new technologies. And so having a nicely integrated high-performance file system with a nicely integrated data tiering solution that takes care of all that for you is really as new projects, new budgets come up, what we want to be talking to our users about at ISC this year. One of the bigger surprises we had in the first half of this year that I'm going to be looking for how people are talking about it at the show is what happened with Intel, where they recently discontinued their support of Intel Enterprise Edition Luster. Now, Intel, of course, is still going to be very active in the Luster community, but how do you see this affecting Quantum's offerings and Quantum's customers out there? Yeah, that's a really good question, and it's something I think that there's still lots of discussions about how that will affect the community and how it will affect um, the future of Lustre. But as you look at the way most organizations, especially the enterprise or commercial HPC organizations, but even the kind of more scientific side of the world, there is always the need for some amount of support. And knowing that you have somebody who can help you optimize your system when you install it, but also who can fix bugs, who can figure out how to troubleshoot and diagnose your system, continues to keep the system modern and has the ability to support um, feature releases on a regular cadence. There's a lot of questions about how all that will happen within Lustre in the future. And so as customers are looking at um, having SLAs to users, having uptime requirements to an enterprise potentially, um, having a couple of alternatives to Lester is becoming quite common in the proposals that we're starting to see. Um, so looking at Storenext as a parallel file system, GPFS, of course, Lester, and some of the newer open source technologies is becoming more common, where it used to maybe have just been GPFS and Lester in most bids. Um, part of the change with Intel pulling out of um, the IEEL support but also just the shift in the market for new technologies um, is leading to a broader set of considerations and proposals this year than I've ever seen in HPC in the past. You mentioned Stornex, of course, which has been Quantum's solution to this. Quantum is not exactly a Johnny-come-lately here. You've, you've had some solutions for the high-performance environments for several years. We have. We've been um, focused in the rich media side of HPC, so areas where images, videos, audio are a part of the HPC workload. So if you think about the um, biosciences, genomic research, telescope imagery, seismic data, a lot of those areas are where quantum has really focused within HPC. Um, but as the market's expanding and the need for um, what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast – for more data management that more HPC users need to take advantage of two, three, four, five tiers of storage within their infrastructure. Uh, the fact that Storenext has an integrated HSM data manager um, built into it that can handle multiple tiers, multiple data centers, it's a really great technology for some of the demands that HPC workloads have today outside of those with just a rich media component to them. 
Yeah, something we've seen in the market is that parallel file system adoption is is a nice step forward in terms of being able to manage these larger volumes of data, but that in of itself, the parallel file system is insufficient. There's quite a robust uh, software ecosystem that goes around storage these days. In fact, storage software is, is one of the bigger chunks of the software ecosystem that we see in our end user surveys that goes well beyond the parallel file system. There, there are a lot of other tools there that are necessary. Yeah, for sure. There's the requirement of the file system, the parallel file system to serve IO, to serve throughput to the to hundreds or thousands of users. That's kind of basically how people spec out their file system. Um, but like you said, um, all the ideas of being able to group project data, have security around who has access to that data, being able to share that data if it's a university with multiple campuses and identify a project, share that data between two, three, four campuses, all within that namespace or within that file system. The way that data is being used is quite complex. The way it's being shared with other organizations and the way we have to worry about security these days all makes data management very complex. And um, having solutions that are, like you said, um, have been out there for quite a while and have been built to address not just the data movement, but the data security and data access is um, important to users and something that most new technologies just can't integrate fast enough to be competitive in this space. Now, you also mentioned open source options, and that's also been related to more trends that we've seen in the HPC industry where people are looking to pick up open source solutions that also have commercial support or corporate backing in different areas. And, you know, in what ways is Quantum putting that together for their end users? Yeah, I think that most projects at this point in the HPC industry like to see an open source component or aspect to what you're doing, whether that's for funding reasons, for future-proofing the architecture, or for them to have the ability to potentially contribute some code specific to their workload. There's a lot of reasons open source is big in the HPC industry. Um, what Quantum is doing is taking Ceph, which is one of the emerging file systems, and investing quite a bit of development effort into making Ceph easy to manage, easy to deploy, at scale on the storage side. And there's a lot of holes there. For anybody who's touched Ceph on the storage side will know this. You know, integrating things like container management, um, being able to push out um, upgrades to the entire storage infrastructure was really weak. And we're taking on that role as a corporation at Quantum um, to sponsor the storage portion of Ceph through a project called Rook. Um, Rook.io, you can find up on GitHub, you can see it at Kubernetes conferences, that type of thing. Um, but we are definitely looking towards future-proofing our architectures that customers who want an open source component and who want that, the advantages of open source can leverage that for our data management solutions as well. We're building new solutions based on the Rook distribution for the quantum product line. Now, for our listeners who will be at the ISC conference coming up in Frankfurt, one place I know you're going to be is in the vendor showdown session, although you're not under my inquisition this time. You're over on the other side, uh, on the Dan Old side, but I know that you're part of vendor showdown. That's Monday, June 19th in the afternoon at 2.15 p.m. Where else are you going to be at ISC? Yeah, after the vendor showdown, we have our booth, uh, which is booth number C111. One at the convention center floor. 
We have Jason Corey, one of our HPC market specialists, speaking in the exhibitor forum and forum about a lot of these data management initiatives. And um, if you stop by our booth, we certainly are happy to have a one-to-one -one discussion about your data management, your storage needs. If you want to schedule that ahead of time, you can go to our website and you can schedule a meeting ahead of time and that will guarantee you a bit of a gift, um, some Bluetooth speakers or an Apple Watch as a thank you for setting the meeting ahead of time. That sounds like a good deal. How do I set a meeting ahead of time? You just go to the Quantum website and you go to www.quantum.com slash ISC17 and fill out the form there and we'll get a time set up with you. Quantum.com slash ISC17, and you'll see Molly and Quantum at the upcoming ISC conference. Molly, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. You bet. I look forward to seeing you at ISC. We'll see you in Frankfurt. I've been talking to Molly Presley as the VP of Global Marketing at Quantum, and thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.